Yeah, it, it was right off there to the side. And like I said, there was about 30 of us, and the doors were wide open. Nobody was, like, running in. Like, we weren't trying to do this maliciously. We just thought it was a way to get into the game, and there it was. Were you miserable during the first half? Yeah. And our seats were in the 600s. But, I mean, but just, you had a seat? Yeah, I had a ticket. You said you had a ticket and snuck in, so we weren't sure which part of that was true. Both. I'm saying, like, I, sh- I didn't need to buy a ticket. Well, we, I just figured, like, you actually did find a way to sneak in because that's how you are. No, we bought tickets, like, a month ago. And, um, oh, shit, I should have opened it up to resell online. Damn, I could have made money last night. But, anyways, yeah. And there was, like, 30 of us that walked in there, and we're all looking around, like, where's the ticket scanners? And there's nobody, It's there's, like, concessions right in front of us, and then everybody's like, all right, well, I guess we're just going to go to the game now. Somebody didn't show up for their job to that day. Somebody, well, somebody definitely messed up. Is his finger hurt? He keeps looking at his hand, but he's had two big passes. My fingers hurt. What was that? My fingers hurt. Well, do you just want to get right, right into it, Reagan? Change up from the past couple of episodes recording here on Sunday. Uh, the Colts have just lost, so we're all a little bit down. It sucks. I'm joined here. I've got Tommy in the building with us, sitting down, and Reagan is Hey-o. here. How are we doing, guys? Doing pretty good. It'd be I better if the Colts yeah. could actually hold on and win a game. Yeah. Disappointing. Disappointing, but... Uh... Kind of gotten used to it, unfortunately. It's same story, different week. week. Yep, yep. So um, we're gonna do uh, another episode today. We got a lot of good feedback where we had our uh, Reagan and I did our uh, top five list of um, what was that? College basketball players in the pros. Bust. Bust. Yeah, knew it was something along those lines. We've talked a lot of top ten, so we've got a little special um, at the very end of the episode where we're gonna do. A top five. Um, we'll we'll get to that later. But first, we want to jump into um, quick recap of uh, championship weekend. Yesterday, a lot of big games. Um, a lot of big games, especially for Ohio State. Um, you know, being the number two seed. So the rankings just came out a little bit a little bit ago. Um, LSU's the one. OSU's two. Clemson three and Oklahoma four. Guys are. Are we all satisfied with that? Is that what we think should have happened? I think it's fair. I think it's fair. I I was kind of thinking Ohio State would get number one. I I think they're the best team in my opinion. But I mean LSU is in the SEC and has what I think did I hear four wins over yeah, top, top twelve. Yeah, some ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I mean they're 
that speaks for itself. Their yeah. defense has just been shaky at times. I feel like Ohio State's pretty much well-rounded. Yeah. I, I think uh, – I don't disagree that Ohio State's not the best team. I think Ohio State is. But LSU has probably a little bit better, better resume yeah. with, with their wins. Um, and then I think Ohio State had a shot. But their first half last night, yep. yeah, you know, I think the committee made their decision by halftime last night, and although they might not have even watched the game, because I'm not sure they do watch the games. Because because if OSU loses, they're still in regardless. Correct, but they're right. the force exactly. Forward. Yeah, so yeah, that the the committee definitely took that into effect, and and they're going to be playing Clemson, who, you know, I I think too was going to get in. I got a question for you guys, and this is something that I. I heard um, Clemson is they're they're thirteen and one or thirteen and 0, 12 and zero. Do you are you guys in the the camp where they won it last year? They've been undefeated all year. They should be number one. Or no, uh, no. I saw I saw Dabo tweeted that the re- the resident well, said that, something. Dabo that came, oh I didn't. Not tweet it. But I, well, he but was I, asked about it. I didn't know that that stemmed from Dabo saying that. I thought this was like. Mike Greenberg or something. I didn't know that yeah. it was like a bias of tape from Dabo. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, he said that. But here's what bothers me is they think they should be number one based off of preseason rankings because their their thought is, well, we were preseason number one. We didn't lose a game. How are we third now? Right. And it's just preseason rankings are re- ridiculously dumb. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't matter. Every year, Michigan's a top ten team mm-hmm. preseason. Right. And they haven't ended the year. They lose three games every year, three or four games. So I think, and in, in, in I think in all fairness, if you play that week of a conference and you absolutely, like, murder everyone, you may, might have something to say. You play well. But I don't, I don't think they played well enough to prove that they were better than – Trevor Lawrence definitely struggled this yeah. year. He didn't have his Heisman, his breakout Heisman season like everybody thought he was going to at the end of last year. I don't know if he was dealing with injuries or, or what his, his – I mean, honestly, the only thing I remember Trevor Lawrence from this year is there was that picture of him and that girl where they look exactly <laughs> yeah, the same. they do. That's a good point. That's, that's about the only thing I know good about him. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally didn't watch a second of Clemson this year Mm-mm. because they didn't play a game that mattered. Right. Yeah, right. It, which is like that, – that's like argument 1A. It's like yeah. you didn't play anybody. That, yeah. and, and I know the ACC sucks, but you can schedule different yeah. – you know, out-of-conference opponents. If you took last year and the preseason completely out of the picture – I'm not sure Oklahoma doesn't deserve to be ranked ahead of them. Because, yeah. I, I mean, think Oklahoma's beaten Baylor twice. That's two better wins than Clemson has. I, I really have no argument with, like, at all. With I think they got it right. They I, think, beat. I think LSU and Ohio State were I – I would have been okay with either one of them being one or two, but I think it's right overall. I do too, and I'll say this. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You can go to eight teams. You can go to 16 teams. It doesn't matter. They're going right. to have – the best team will be in the Final Four. Yes. There's – the five through ten teams, not one of those teams can you argue legitimately is the best team in the country. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's no doubt in everyone's mind that either Clemson, LSU, or Ohio State, that one of those three is the best team in, in the country, and they're going to have the chance to prove it. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. right. I agree. I completely agree. This is uh... – 
you know, just going to the game yesterday and being with Ohio State friends um, and being a fan of them. That sounds terrible. Well, again, our seats were just up high and they're kind of steep. And no, not the game. Being friends with Ohio State fans. Well, no, they're good people. I mean, That's you got to you got to figure half of them are Browns fans and half of them are Bengals fans and then a third of them are Steelers fans. So it's a Steeler, it's the Steeler. Uh, Buckeye fans that you got to worry about, not the Browns or the Bengal fans. But um, you need to watch who you're hanging out with. I was watching, or I was uh, reading an article on uh, Bet Indiana News, and OSU opened in a favor, but then everybody started betting on Clemson right now. So this is the first time that OSU is going to be an underdog all year, and that resembles when they played Bama in the 2014 uh, playoff championship where OSU ended up winning that year. Uh, beating Bama and then beating Oregon um, in the championship game. So what's the line open at? Uh, let's see. I think I can pull up the article. Um, I was about to look at what it is right now. OSU opened as a one-point favorite, and then money quickly moved to the Buckeyes. So now the Buckeyes are a two and a half point underdog. So the the seems backwards. Yeah, you said that wrong. I said that wrong. You said money started moving to the Buckeyes, so now they're No, I, I meant money's oh. I meant money started moving to Clemson. Yeah. Everybody see. started my bad, if if that's what I said. It's been a long day. Or this, it was I'm a long sh- night. Here it is. Um yeah. Ohio State opened as a one point favor and then early money started coming in on Clemson. So now Ohio State, according to this article on Bet Indiana uh, news says that Ohio State is now two-and-a-half-point dog. Um, I'll be – I think that line, obviously, will move a lot because it's from – I mean, you got, you know, several weeks, what, three <laughs> weeks before they play? Yeah, it's uh, the 28th. So, I think I think that line will move a lot, for one, um, but I think it's going to stay really close to pick them the entire three weeks. Mm-hmm. A lot of overreactions right now. Yeah, you don't know. and it, You'll have some people that are hammering Clemson because they're like, well, Ohio State, you know, almost got beat by Wisconsin. They, they look terrible in the first half. Then you had other people that'll say, well, Clemson's played literally nobody. So they're kind of not credible. Yeah. What do you guys think about the – and my laundry's done. <laughs> what do you guys think about the – Time to fold. <laughs> what do you guys think about the LSU-Oklahoma game? Any thoughts on that right now? Um, I think LSU might score 97. It's gonna Big be, 12 defenses are terrible. I feel like it's going to be, I don't know what the over-under is, but I'll be looking at it. Cause I, bet it's, I bet it's close to 70. I feel like there's going to be a lot of points. Yeah. That being said, when it comes around to it, I'll probably bet the under or something ridiculous. But Let's see. Um, I think LSU wins for sure. Yeah, I would be, I would be flabbergasted if LSU didn't win. Um... Yeah, and Joe Burrow's also going to be Heisman by that time, so that'll be another story that they'll they'll lead into with Heisman quarterback uh, coming in there and kicking the shit out of Lincoln Riley. Um, do we want to talk about any other bowls? You guys are both Notre Dame fans. Uh, your guys' bowl got announced, correct? Yep, they're in Orlando against uh, was Iowa State. Yeah. Um, I was really hopeful that Notre Dame would get a game against an SEC team. Um, like I would have liked them to play Auburn, honestly. 
Auburn, we, Florida. We probably would have gone to the game. We probably, our friendship might have ended over that. Oh. But I'm just kidding. I'm not that. We would have drank a lot. Yeah, for that's sure. for sure. But I, I, I was so sick of the story on Iowa State. IU got Tennessee. Did you guys Tennessee see made a bowl. Yeah. Wait, I just thought. This is a tax layer bowl. IU versus they actually might win that. I thought it was versus Kentucky. No, it says Tennessee right What's here. What's Tennessee six and six? Wait, I I literally read an article about IU versus Kentucky. It was it wasn't our I don't know for the. I don't mean to interrupt your guys' Notre, Notre Dame text. The, the Gator Bowl and this is the tax layer bowl that they're in. Wow. It must have been like a projection website. Um, sorry, but Notre Dame. I was hoping they would play an SEC school because SEC gets so overhyped and Notre Dame gets so underhyped, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and people just say you got to join a conference, blah blah blah. Well, I don't care what your opinion Who is. Who says that? People, what? people say Notre Dame should join a conference. Don't be an idiot. You were saying it earlier. Um, but there's what's a conference? <laughs> I wish they would have played the SEC and whooped an SEC team just to prove that for one, the SEC isn't that good, and not that Notre Dame's great this year. Like Notre Dame's not a top five team or even close to it, but they're actually a very solid team, and they get, you know, they they. Lost two games and get no love while the SEC, Bama still gets in the top ten. And, you know, there was a power ranking on ESPN that said Alabama was the number four team in the country. Just just ridiculous stuff. And, and like, four, five, six, seven, and eight teams in the country on this power poll, power index on ESPN.com at mm-hmm. SEC schools. And it's just it's ridiculous bias. And I was hoping Notre Dame could put that bias to rest. I was just looking because I was curious. Iowa's Iowa State is seven and five, mm-hmm. and Notre Dame's ten and two. That's that's a stupid. Notre Dame would bring so much money to a good bowl. I don't know why they would have them play Iowa State. That's gonna be a massacre. It's in Orlando. They can go to Disney World at least. Universal. I have a, co- I have a cousin that lives down there. I might go stay with him and go to the game. Well, it's just unfortunate. What what day is that game on? I think it's, is, is that. Might be the same day as the big bowl games, December twenty eighth or something. Yeah, I've got a New Year's New Year's Day bowl game, so that's what I'm looking forward to with Auburn grabbing uh, Minnesota down there in Tampa Bay at Raymond James Stadium. Raymond James, I snuck onto that. Dude, so, so what we were just talking about, Kentucky moved out of Tax Slayer Gator Bowl at last second. Huh? Wonder it was Calipari. Calipari can't play IU. Even on a neutral site, he's scared. No. Oh my oh. gosh! Wait, <laughs> what? Are they saying? Are they saying because Kentucky, like California, not uh, that is not the narrative. You know what's absolutely ridiculous? Kentucky scheduled a home and away and a game in London Kentucky's against gonna, Michigan and K- basketball. Kentucky's in the Belk Bowl versus Virginia Tech. Yeah, they'll get slaughtered. Yeah, Kentucky and Michigan play a home-and-home and a game in London the next three years in basketball. But Kentucky won't go to Assembly Hall. God, what a... Calipari sucks. What a coward Calipari is. One game, and he... His score this year might get whooped in Assembly Hall. 
they can't play on the road. There's no way that they're not good. IU's not great, obviously, but at home they're dangerous. You know, you know what's funny is like this year especially, like IU has played nobody in basketball, and we're we're transitioning into college basketball right now. But um, nobody, and I'd like to get your thoughts on what you think about college basketball. But nobody, or God damn, let me say this again. Everybody said that IU's played nobody, which is true. You know, up until yesterday when they got their butt kicked by Wisconsin. Um, but that – we would always play Kentucky. Kentucky would always be on our schedule. For us to not have Kentucky before the Big Ten uh, regular – or the, the season starts, that hurts. But that's not our choice. Like, that is a legitimate, like, what are we supposed to do? It's not like – basketball is easier to, I think, um, schedule, like, year, year to year or every couple of years. That should be something that is like mandated by law that IU must play Kentucky in college basketball. Mandated by law, I like that. Yeah. But the NCAA is not going to do anything that's best for the game. They're going to do whatever makes the most money. So. And you don't think that game brings money in? Not to the so, NCAA. Well, if they held it at a neutral site, they would. Well, that's what Calipari wants. Yeah. But he won't. He he refuses to agree to the way it was. For years and years and years and years. Yeah. He ruins traditions. He goes to schools and cheats. And he's he like the, he's like a drunk uncle. He just ruins traditions. Yep. All right. Um, that was a quick uh, championship week. Uh, quick bowl recap. Auburn's playing Minnesota in Raymond James Stadium. I wanted to say real quick, it's the Outback Bowl. And during that game, um, they do a whatever team wins. It's either like they get a free, free, onion blossom. free onion blossom or a free... Um, uh, coconut shrimp. So that is Auburn's playing that game like seven years out of the last eight. So I go to Outback like January second every year. It's kind of a tradition. Um, <laughs> Reagan, don't let Calipari ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, John Calipari! If you ruin my Outback Bowl tradition, Reagan, um, we just talked a little bit about college basketball. What are you seeing right now? Um, you know. In college basketball, what are your thoughts right now? Give me your teams, kind of a rundown, and Tommy, if you've seen anything, noticed anything. My word is parity. There is so much parity in college basketball. I think right now Louisville has kind of stood out as because they haven't lost yet and they, they have a couple decent wins. They're kind of the clear number one. They're going to lose soon. I think they are the best team in the ACC, and I really like my future bet on them. But they're going to lose. The number one ranking is going to just fluctuate all year. It's going to be a roller coaster. We've already had four number ones. They're going to lose, and and that's going to get messed up too. It, it's just bound to happen. Yeah. Um, a couple Big Ten thoughts. I think Maryland's good. I think Michigan got a little too much of a bump. Um, Gonzaga's not near what they were. Their guard play isn't great. North Carolina is terrible. Mm -hmm. They're playing Virginia right now, and the score was like 24 to 16 and a half. That under of that game was golden. And, and Purdue just beat Virginia. Virginia. Who's terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, Virginia. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that game that is game a, might it's, have 50 it's, technically, it's technically a 5 versus 8 game, but if Virginia wins, North Carolina won't be ranked next week. Oh. Well, tomorrow, and Virginia will probably be a number 16 team. They're both very bad offensively. The ACC 
is no longer the best conference in the league, in the in the nation. I think it is far and away the Big Ten. Hands down. It's yeah. not even close. Um, other than Louisville, although Duke's showing signs, other than Louisville, ACC is not good. Hey, but Louisville, that's that's like that's in the that's in the area code. You know, yeah. that's that's here. That's that's not Texas or UCLA. That's that's still bowl in the Midwest. Yeah. And that's what I really yeah, we'll take it. it. I have to go to Louisville on Wednesday. See if they have a game. Hit them up. KFC Young Center is awesome. I highly recommend going. I Never been there earlier this year. It's it's awesome. Um, but Big Ten, Maryland's solid. Michigan's pretty good. Um, they, they got some kinks to work out offensively. Ohio, but they're all right. Ohio State. Ohio State dangerous. took Butler's formula and then gave them Ohio State athletes. I'm, That's what they did. I'm I'm starting to think or Butler's defense and gave them Ohio State's offense. I'm starting to think Chris Holtman is in the conversation with Jay Wright and Tony Bennett as the best coaches in the nation. I think Coach K is not in the conversation anymore. I think the game's either passed him by or he's refused to change or he's just senile. Well, they got beat by Stephen F. Olsen and he had, like, back spasms again. Yeah, he's – he didn't – yeah, eh. So, but I think I think Chris Holtman is an elite coach. I think he's a top five coach in the nation. Okay. Um, let me let me ask you something real quick. Chris Holtman or, uh, or Archie? Holtman all day. I would I'd take Holtman over Archie in a heartbeat. I I'm very pleased with what I've seen out of Archie this year. I love the adjustments he's made from last year. Um, I like the addition of Mike Roberts to his staff. But I give me Holtman all day. Speaking of Holtman, Butler's good. Butler's I don't want to speak good on Butler because they are good and not that my boss listens to this, but he. We basically shit talk each other back and forth because he played at Butler, and I kind of put my foot in my mouth yesterday, thinking that IU was going to beat Wisconsin, and then he sent me some rankings that early rankings from today that don't involve IU. I will say, but Butler has had some nice wins, but hadn't really had beaten a good team until yesterday. I still think Florida's good. I think Florida's going to be really good. If Mike White can ever figure out an offense for that team, they're going to be scary in March. And Butler absolutely handled them yesterday. So <clears throat> I think Butler might – we might be seeing a, a Butler team that's for real. What do you think uh, – we've got the Crossroads Classic coming up in a couple weeks, um, that Butler-Purdue game. What's your, what's your early take on it right now? I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think we're, we're, we're looking at a game in the 50s. And it's going to come down to, does Purdue make shots? Um, Butler's very consistent. They're steady. Um, they Kamar Baldwin's pretty good, but the rest of their guys are just pretty consistent players. And Purdue's just, it's going to come down to, can the Stefanoviches and, and Isaiah Thomases and their transfer guard, can, can those guys knock down shots? If they make shots, uh, I think that'll be a great game. If Purdue can't hit shots and, and they can double the bigs, inside them. I think Butler it's going to come down to how Matt Harms' hair is sitting <laughs> before the game starts. Is he going to be able to flick it around just right or not? Is he going to be able to scream the whole game? Oh, is that Tyler Lockett? He's not playing yet. I, I will say Notre Dame's been disappointing this year. Um, I thought that was going to be a challenging game for IU. And I, they could still beat IU because you never know what IU's going to 
play like, but Notre Dame just lost to Boston College at home. Um, they have everybody back from last year, plus they got a guy back from injury. <laughs> they don't look like they've made any strides. Do you sell your better? Do you sell your tickets for that game? Crossroads? No, f- for Notre Dame. Didn't, no. Don't you have season tickets? Yeah. Rego Rego has season tickets, so if uh, if you're ever looking to go to a game, hit him. Actually, up. seriously, hit me up. I got some games left in February. Yeah. That I need to sell, so we'll, we'll, I'll get you a d- decent little deal. We'll tweet those out. Tweet out the uh, kind of like our own little version of uh, a company that should sponsor us. Seat Geek. You want to hear my story about making money on the um, Crossroads Classic? Yeah, we're an entrepreneurial podcast. This is incredible. So, I ordered tickets from Notre Dame as part of my season ticket package. I could get Crossroads Classic tickets. So, I ordered $100 per ticket um, for lower bowl tickets, and they let me get up to 10 of them. So, I got 10 of them, and then they call me this week, and they say... Is this for both games? Yeah, okay. there's one ticket for both games. Okay, oh. so it's all one session. Gotcha. So you're technically getting two two games for the price of one. I don't remember that. Well, that's because you missed the first game last year because <laughs> you were out socializing with Chris Ballard or something. Yeah. Um and big touchdown, Tommy. Big touchdown, Tommy. Tommy's got a free bet on uh, Kansas City to beat the Patriots, so he's silently giving himself a brain aneurysm because yeah. he's cheering so much. So it's a sixty-nine dollar free bet. <laughs> so, anyways, they called me this week. They couldn't get any lower bowl tickets, so they had to give me upper bowl. Um, so I got m- some money back. It was only sixty dollars per ticket, and they let me pick my seat in the Notre Dame section. So I got first row of the balcony level for sixty bucks. So I'm going. I've I've sold two of the other tickets to a family member. So that means I have seven tickets to sell. So I was going to put them on StubHub, which I've done with all my games. So I was just looking at like comparable prices. And so people had them listed like for $90. So I list mine for like 90 bucks on there. And I sold two tickets within five minutes. So I was like, okay, you know, make 30 bucks a pop. But I was like, if they're going to sell this fast, why don't I list them for more? So then I changed the list price to $110, sold those within an hour. And I was like, well, you know, this is, I've only had these listed for an hour and I've already sold four of them. I might as well put the last three up for a ridiculous price. It's kind of like you're gambling in here for sure, but you know, you're getting winners for sure. Yeah, the locks. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I list the last three at $170 and they have to be bought together. And those sold by the end of the night. Oh my god. Holy shit. So I paid for my own ticket and still made three hundred dollars. Jesus. That's how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. So that covered <coughs> like that We need uh, to start investing in season tickets. It, but the the difficult thing is you can do that with Notre Dame. It's it's difficult to do it. Yeah. Um Notre Dame's fan base is my buddy. Yeah, it's the, you, like I, you, you can't get season tickets, and if you do, they're ridiculously expensive. Yeah. So, okay, so that was a nice little basketball recap. We got to talk some crap about Kentucky. So anytime you can do that, it's pretty cool. Do you want to move on to our top five list that we were going to get into? Absolutely. Go Time. ahead. Go ahead and explain it. What it is. You did a good job of that last week. We had a lot of, like I said, positive uh, people reaching out saying that they enjoyed the episode. Um, so. Go ahead. 
We are going to do the top five players in the Big Ten this decade. So from 2010 to now. So it's got to stop because the decade's about over. Yeah. Who are the bet top five players in the Big Ten, in your opinion? I am still working on my list. I've, I've, I have three for sure's. I'm pretty sure on my fourth and my fifth. I have no clue who I'm going to do. Who I'm going to choose? So it's still up in the air. How do how do we want to decide who's going first? I say we just go, we go through and we either agree or disagree or tell you you're an idiot or tell you we have them on our list. Tommy, that's fair. That's fair. You're the guest. Go ahead and go first. I'm still considered a guest. That's that's all, all right. right. That's all right. You know what? You do. He's been here more than Dubs has. That's you know what. And you have a T-shirt too, so you're like you're actual official. We we got our T-shirts in. So, um, Tommy, you are sitting to my right. Do you want to start then? If you don't, if you don't want me to call you a guest. No, it's 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 good. I'll start, but I'm all right being a guest. Don't get guests usually get like some pretty good perks. You know, they get people let them go first. People oh, treat them well. Pick Tom Brady. Pick. All right, let's let's go. Um, I, I will say this about Dubs. He and I, when the Colts were like five and two, we watched all five games together. So I will take a little bit of blame on that. So it's Dubs' fault. It's not. It's not it's your Dubs fault. fault. It's Dubs' fault. He's supposed to be here today. All right. Um, this is in no particular order. Uh, best Big Ten basketball players in the last decade. I will say there's three people that if you don't have them on your list, you're an idiot. Okay. Well, we'll just have to see. Wow. Go ahead, Tommy. I, mean, that, I feel like some pressure is on me now. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Who should, let's, who should I start with? Start with one of those three. So I can tell you, you're not an idiot. Uh, I'll start with Trey Burke. That's one of the three. Yep. Trey Burke is a yep. lock. Big Ten Player of the Year in 2013. National play, Player of the Year. Vic. I think Vic was National Player of the Year. Burke well, was. Is, isn't there like a ton of national players? Like, didn't you talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Cal- he, I Calvert think I'm pretty Jr. sure he was one of the national players. The- I think the the big national player of the year. I think Vic won and Burke won Big Ten Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah. That, and, and national championship, right? Yeah, yeah. At Michigan, that run that they had, basically from the end of the tournament throughout. I mean, did you see he scored uh, twenty one? Was it yesterday in the NBA? Did he really? Yeah, I was getting ready to say he hadn't had a very good NBA career, but I guess I'm wrong. What? No, but I don't. I don't know what happened because I went back to look at stats in the last couple of games for that. He didn't have any points, so I don't know if he just came back from it. But I was I like, Trey Burke scored 21 points. Wasn't good that wasn't that national championship game in Dallas? And was was it? it I don't is, are my that. years off? They couldn't be where. Like, it was the new stadium. It was, like, the new time, or the first time a basketball game that yeah, played there. Yeah, I think that's right. And I remember being like, holy shit, that uh, is a huge yeah, TV, huge stadium. Right. Like, and for that court, it looks so small. Who like, did play? I had a friend. Was it Louisville? Uh, they played Louisville in the Final Four. Yeah, I don't know. Do, I, do you want me to look it up? You go ahead and look it up. But I remember seeing that for the first time in that stadium. You're like, oh, my God, this is... Yeah, I, uh, I it remember looked, It looked disproportionate. Was it a raised floor? Mm-hmm. We're in agreement yep. there, everyone. That's Tra- on everyone's list. Trey Burke, um, he's he was number four on my list, but he was definitely making it regardless. Okay, see, I, I only, I'm kind of, I only ranked my number one. 
Okay. I, I, and then the rest were just in no particular order for me. Okay. Reagan, you're you still looking that up real quick? I, yeah, dude. I'm trying. Um, all right, I'll good. go. I'll yeah. go now. Um, this one I thought was pretty easy. Draymond Green. He's on my list. Yeah. Michigan State. I left him off my list, and it's not necessarily because he's not a top five player. It's because of my hatred for him. I, I, I knew this one it would be questionable because I know a lot of people hate him. Uh, it, I, he was good. There's nothing wrong with holding a good grudge. I don't mind it. He was good. It, I'm not convinced. I wouldn't say he's a lock, but I also hate him. So that might be biased. Was, was he big Big Ten Player of the Year? Yeah, I know he's defensive player of the yeah, year. Yeah, he was. He was. He averaged like sixteen and ten. Yeah. So, I think I think Draymond's a guy that kind of gets the most out of what he can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether you like him or not, I mean, I I, I know there's I, a lot of people that hate not like him. I think what really bothers me a is lot that of it he brings on himself. Yeah. You know, a lot of it, he, he, you know, he kicks people in the nuts. He, you know. I'm sure he probably blows in people's ears and unties their shoes or something, but... I think the thing that bothers me most about him is he keeps getting on the USA national team and making all-star games, and he's not one of the top 24 players in the NBA. Like, he's not close. But he he averages like 10, 10, and 8 for the Warriors because he's their fourth option. He has been... 2012 was his big year, National Player of the Year... For the NABC National Player of the Year, um, Consensus All American, Big Ten Player of the Year, All First Team Big Ten, and then he was the Big Ten MVP tournament there in 2012. So, I, I I remember that run, which is why I put him on my list. And I know we're talking basic college wise, but in the NBA, he has been Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is good defensively. I just I think he's so overrated. Yeah, I think that carried over into my opinion on this. Well, I mean, Segment. I think we're seeing now, right now, that without his guys around him, he's yeah. struggling pretty bad. Yep. Reagan, who you got on your list? I'll say it because he's on all of our lists. Victor Oladipo. He's um, on my list. National Player of the Year. Um, honestly, he came in, he wasn't good as a freshman. Mm-mm. Like, was a really good athlete, but yeah. obviously Actually, everybody listening to this is so, a you fan. What so. was he? Was he, like... Wasn't he like a two-star or something? I think he might have been a three. I think him and Sheehy were both three stars. Okay. So I remember uh, going to several games his freshman year because they were bad. And tickets were 39 cents. Uh, and I remember, didn't really know who he was yet, honestly. I knew his name, but uh, was like thinking like, I mean, he looked like a bad basketball player that was very athletic. And he hit a, almost a full court shot at the game I was at. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that game. Half time. Yeah, yeah. It, he he was he's probably the most improved player. Oh yeah. In, that's what I was saying. In the last and, decade, and being IU fans, you heard the stories about first one in the gym, last like lived in the gym basically. Uh-huh. And then, I mean it 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 played out. He he knew he was a. I mean, I guess I don't know if he knew it, but we all knew that he was a freak athlete, and he was one that actually put in the work, and you got saw him get tremendously better year one to year two, and then his junior year, obviously, unbelievable. My, my two biggest disappointments from his career 
one is the the Syracuse performance when Kareem yeah. looked like he didn't know that Syracuse was playing his own. We know who to blame for that one, pretty much. Yeah. Sorry, Dubs, but Kareem was terrible. And the other is against Michigan at home his sophomore year. He missed that alley-oop that he so, had. So His arm was so like directly I, behind him. and he, If he would have hit that oop, that would be the greatest dunk in college listen, basketball listen, history. I have, I have a note in here that says, this is what I wanted to bring up. Victor Oladipo's missed dunks is one of the best plays I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. I almost my heel. I almost jumped through the ceiling for when he missed that dunk. How many missed dunks do you remember? Like that is one that we all remember. That's iconic. I remember too. That's one of them. What's, What's the, the other one? one? <laughs> the other was when I was a ball boy in fourth grade when um, Milo Smirkovich. No, when the school that um, I was the ball boy for was playing against Bloomington North. And their starting lineup oh, was like Jared Jeffries, Sean May, and Dwayne Dwayne. 6'9", 6'11", 6'11". I remember this game. <laughs> and I think it was Sean May. They did a high-low, and they they couldn't guard him. And he went up for a dunk and missed it. And he hit, he dunked it. He tried to dunk it so hard that the yeah. ball, like, hit off the back of the rim. And it and went, went like out of bounds to the opposite side yeah, of the court. Yeah, it did. It was the yeah. hardest missed dunk I've ever seen. And Bloomington North still won by 40, but... That was unbelievable. So one more thing I want to add about Victor Oladipo, which is this is going to be a you heard it here first. Regarding his singing career, boys, talented singer. He's got pipes. He, in, in my opinion, I think he is thingamajig on the masked singer. Yes, I think so. Yes, I don't watch. So it's a, if you don't know, it's a show where they have a bunch of celebrities. They're all on a singing show similar to American Idol, The Voice, but they're all in costume. Hmm. And so... And, and they do like a live performance and then and people have, have to guess who it they is. They eliminate one person every week and they have to take their mask off. Well, he's still in it. And I think there's like four left. And I'm pretty sure it's him. The guy's got a bad knee. Multi-talented. <laughs> there's been... I think there's been clues about the number four. That's his number. Yep. Hmm. What yeah. thing in the jig, Victor Aladipo, you heard it here first. We'll get that up on Twitter. Tommy, give us a second player um, on your list that we've not talked about just yet. So, we've already knocked out three of mine. So, the next one I'm going to go with, this one's for Noah mainly. It's Robbie Hummel. Finished his. He actually started. I'm pretty sure Robbie almost started. Maybe out of out of the yeah out of the decade. He started before. And this, I think he graduated in 2011. This is this is partially. I feel like I had to throw a Purdue guy in there, and I did too. But it's a different one. It's probably the other one I considered. Um, but part of this is potential that it could have been. Uh, Gosh, I don't. He he had a rough stretch. Bad knees. What what? How many t- ACL tears did he have? Just two. Uh, three. I think he had another one after college. I don't remember. But and one one was his second one in college was preseason during practice, right? He didn't even get yeah. to play. Um, actually, Juwan Johnson was a Big Ten Player of the Year in two thousand eleven. Is that one? Team. Is that one of yours? Is that who? You're no, because that's not that's, not, that's not who I was thinking. Not me about. either. I don't know. Robbie wasn't on my list, but he was really good. And he's a pretty good commentator, and he's an Olympian for the three-on-three basketball team. 
Really? That's yeah, a, there's a three-on-three three. event. I knew they were adding yeah. that in. I had no really? idea he was part of it. Yeah, there's a three-on-three three team, and they, they won some world tournament last year. Now, I wish Dubs was here to hear that one. I wanted his opinion. <laughs> I, wanted, I don't know who Dubs is a fan of, so he might have loved that pick. Yeah. He might love Robbie Hummel more than he loves I wanted to hear him say, tell Noah that even with Robbie Hummel stayed healthy, that they never would have won a national championship. Because I love that argument. Because you can just bring that up and those two just start fighting. Yep, that's that's my favorite argument to get in with Dub. But Dub's might have changed his opinion now that he's a Purdue fan. So. He might, Robbie Hummel might be his favorite player ever at this point. He, I think he has a Robbie Hummel jersey now. <laughs> Probably. I think he had, uh, he, he got, what, 24 Mountain Dews and finally pulled a Purdue jersey and... Send it into Mountain Dew. Did you guys ever used to do that? Go into the Seymour Bleachers. Yep. Yep. Hit the cats. I don't have any Purdue players on my list. I, that might have been like a subconscious bias, not adding them. Guys, I'm liking my bet here on the TV. Who you got, Rocket? Um, next one I got up there. Uh, you know, when I was filling this list out, I put three Ohio State players on there. And I don't want to give all three all to the list. You put three Ohio State people on there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have any. Um, I don't. I didn't even consider one. I don't think I did. The only one I considered was, I, in my opinion, before the decade. Who's that? Mike Conley? No, Evan Turner. Oh. He was oh, yes. I looked up Evan Turner because I wasn't Evan sure. Evan Turner's not no. a possibility? No. Well, he technically is... Was Big Ten Player of the Year in 2010, which I would say is last decade. Okay. Well, then I have two Ohio State players on my list. You have two others besides him? And this one's going to come a little unconventional, but I'm going to go with Aaron Kraft. Oh. Uh, Aaron Kraft was 6'2 and couldn't shoot. So if you're There if was you, not a if, better perimeter defender and meant more to their team than Aaron Kraft. I would say Yogi Ferrell and Aaron Kraft meant more to their two basketball teams and those particular seasons where they had great years. That's, that's, that's not the that's not that's the, not what we're doing. That's not the, the conversation. Okay. Well, we're not doing a conversation of who meant who the meant? most to their team. Okay. I still think he was a great player. If so, that was the case, I meant a lot to my eight year old baseball team. So the point won the city tournament, so that, that doesn't make me the MVP. The, mo- the best explanation. He was I- Big Ten Tournament MVP, second team all Big Played Ten. For he was second team all Big Ten, and you put him on the one of the top five of the decade? He played good defensive, for four days Defensive player of the year. He was two-time defensive player of the year in the Big Ten, four-time all-defensive team, Big Ten freshman of the year, and Big Ten sixth man of the year. So I'm not saying sixth man of the year. It's a top five. He was the sixth guy's team. He was the sixth <laughs> best player on his team. What? Oh my! I'm moving on. Okay. I, I, we. But, but I, I need to explain. So, Aaron Kraft. Let's let's move past yeah, that. He Aaron Kraft. Did you somehow he, listen to this? He might have played in do three not, decades. Do Did he not, play? He played. He played a long time. Aaron Kraft. I'm pro you. Don't hold this. I love Aaron Kraft. Wait, listen, he's not a top listen, five. Listen, well, listen, listen. it was either him or D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo, no, neither one. D'Angelo Russell was good, but he only played one year. The best, the best explanation of Aaron Kraft I've heard is Aaron Kraft is the most collegeist player ever. He's, he's like a Tim Tebow in Florida. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Like how Tim Tebow. Yes. Okay. I want to be real honest. Aaron Kraft would not have made my top twenty-five list. All right, well, yeah, that's the, that's why we do it. That's why we have the list. 
All right, here's another lock that should have absolutely been on your list, boys. Denzel Valentine. Old boy averaged, when he was Big Ten Player of the Year, I think it was 2015. Don't quote me on that. But he averaged over 17 points, over 7 rebounds, over 7 assists a game. And I was the best basketball game I've ever seen in person was they played at Notre Dame when Notre Dame had Pat Connaughton and Demetrius Jackson and Jerian Grant and Steve Estura and um, Zach August, and they were really solid. They were a top-20 team, and Michigan State played a double overtime game there, and Valentine was unbelievable. But I think he's, no question, a top-five player. He did it all, could shoot it, could score, defend, rebound, pass. He, he was in my top ten but didn't honestly make my top five, but I, I, I wouldn't argue that. I would. I definitely think he was, I mean – Fun to watch, and I mean, he, he he was a good player, but I just he didn't make it for me. I had Draymond Green, so I was like two Michigan State players. I already had three Ohio State. Well, players, I hate so. Draymond Green, so maybe that's why. <laughs> there you go. There, um, Tommy, you got anybody else on your list that we haven't talked about yet? I uh, I threw Frank the Tank on there. Yes. Yep. yep. He's in mine too. So, yep. Frank Kaminsky. He was national player of the year, senior year, right? Uh, it was big Ten player of the year. Big beat a big thing for me, beat undefeated Kentucky to go to the national championship. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have won. Lost ball. to Duke. Duke. Had it I think they were winning by about yes, they, double digits. Or maybe close to double digits. Yeah, they had a meltdown down the stretch. Frank the team was good. Yeah, they were Nigel Frank. Hayes, Sam Decker, um, Bronson Koenig. Yeah. Uh Frank Kaminsky's highlights and awards. Uh, consensus National Player College uh, Player of the Year, first team uh, All American, Big Ten Player of the Year, all in two thousand fifteen, uh, first team All Big Ten, Big Ten MVP, and he has his jersey retired already at Wisconsin. So that was a pretty good pick. I was Dray- Draymond just got his jersey retired the other night at Michigan State. Um, yeah. But I, what's what was funny was somebody on the floor was wearing his number. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Well. Did he wear it after halftime? Yeah. it's a good question. Maybe after halftime he switched jerseys. Uh, Michigan State's entire team might need to switch jerseys because they look terrible. They came out as the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. Frank the Tank was, was good. That Wisconsin team was fun to watch. That was like Bo Ryan's last hurrah. Yeah. Um, actually, he, he'd have to be in consideration for most improved, too. His freshman year, uh, he didn't play. Like He was number 10 on their team. And then by the time he was a senior, he was a first-round draft pick. So. The only other person I have on my list, and this is just so I can put an IU guy, another IU guy besides Victor, I just put Yogi. I don't know if he's. Eh, you could uh, argue Yogi. Yogi, I mean, I mean like, four-year player. Yeah. It, he, he, he was he's impressive. A, I don't he, think he's a top five yeah, guy. You're, 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 you're right when you said he meant a lot to the team, but. That doesn't make them for me. Yeah. I I love Yogi. Yogi's yeah. one of my favorite IU players ever. But that's why he's last on the list. So I just want I wanted to include him. I want to talk about him. A little I would bit. I would probably put Zeller actually maybe in front of him. I in yeah. in a closeout game I wanted nobody else on the free throw line other than Yogi Ferrell. Except for he lost us a couple of games <laughs> in the free throw line. I'd take Jordy. Yeah, I mean, just I still take him. I still believe in him that much, even if he did miss a few. You got anybody else 
Well, I do need to say that uh, in honor of Yogi, the last time Dubs cried was uh, was Yogi's last game. Why was he crying? He was sad to see him go. Uh-oh. Yogi was his favorite player. So. That's the last time <laughs> Dubs cried? You you know. I don't know that. I'm just guessing. Then, but he did cry that night. I'm sure he cried when like a wedding or something. Or maybe when wedding. his child was born. Yeah, child. Nope, Yogi. Yogi um, meant more. Well, then I'm glad you include Yogi because that's a little bit of Dubs' presence on us right now. Um, Probably because didn't Tom Crean cry when remember when Yogi missed a last second? Remember he was yep. at the line, could have won the game on the free throw line, or maybe tied and sent it to overtime. He didn't. I'm pretty sure him and Tom Crean t- cried on the court together. Probably Dubs wishes Dubs. he was in that. Yeah. <laughs> Dubs like embodied Tom Crean hugging him. Oh, gosh. Love you, Dubs. I got one more. Okay. And I, my, my top four I was pretty solid on. This was my fifth one that I was struggling with. Draymond was out because I hate him. Um, Cassius Winston came to mind, um, but I just I couldn't put him in the top, t- top five yet. Right. Um, so I went. I actually thought about Carson Edwards too, just because he was so he not. was unbelievable. Yeah. I, I thought Last you guys year. were calling me out for recency bias, but no. So I did go with a boiler. I went with Caleb Swanigan. He was my he was my second boiler because he was Big Ten Player of the Year, and I looked at his stats that year, and he averaged like nineteen and twelve. Yeah, he averaged a double. He was a double double machine. Yeah, I mean, nineteen and twelve is insanely good. Yeah, especially in the Big, Big Ten. Ten. You got you're dealing with foul trouble all the time. I mean that's that's a ridiculously good. So I I had to. Yeah, I remember. Sneak I remember on there. I remember that year he was pick. double double. I guarantee pretty much every yeah. time. Yeah, he was. Wow. He was good. I wish I wish he was doing better in the pros, but he's getting paid a lot of money still. So good for him. Right. Representing Fort Wayne, Indiana. Shout out. Fort Weezy. Well, is that it? That's all I got. All right. Anybody have any honorable mentions? Uh, I already listed my honorable mentions. I almost almost took a stab with Ethan Happ. Old yeah. Boy, old boy could put up some stats. Well, that, that's what... Couldn't hit a free throw. I was between him and Kaminsky. Like, I was... But, I mean, I feel like Kaminsky... Yeah. I, I, just, I, was, I didn't put Ethan Happ on there because I already had Kaminsky on there. You can't have two... Of the same player. Yeah, basically. And Kaminsky... One more, right? And they got more accolades, so you got to go with Kaminsky. Break the tape. You gonna fall asleep there, Rocket? I think I think no. we kind of went over some honorable mentions. I'm, yeah, I'm pissed off that I didn't we went over AJ some, Brown we, like I wanted to. We went over some honor, over some honorable mentions that were on Skylar's list. <laughs> you know what? We just have different things that we look. How did you player. pick Aaron Kraft? Dude, I just remember going to a lot of those games in Columbus. Me like this guy. He he's awesome. He rules. He plays defense. He plays my kind of ball. So you, since you saw him play in college, he's automatically in the top five. He's and and he's had success at the NBA level. We'll just call him. We'll call him bias. He's had success in the NBA. Yeah, he plays. He's for, never even made a roster. He plays for the Warriors, and they they won. Uh, they they he won does like not the, play for the Warriors. They won like the G League, uh, G League Finals his rookie year, all because of him. <laughs> so. He was because he was the sixth man of the year. That was your reasoning. Now it's because he was so good in the G League. Yeah. What logic? Tony, man. 
Is Dubs here? <laughs> you're you're replacing Dubs. You guys... I'm kind of sad that I don't know know Dubs' list. I'd like to know, know Noah's list too. I think Dubs' list would have been Yogi Ferrell, Victor Oladipo, Jordan Holes, Christian Watford, Cody Zeller. Uh, or it could have been Carson have. Edwards, Caleb Swanigan, Juwan Johnson, Robbie Hummel, and Etwan Moore. Etwan Moore. So it, it truly is fifty-fifty. <laughs> it could have been one or the other. Yeah. yeah. I, who knows? Kind of sad. Well, hopefully Dubs can show up next week. Yeah. Um, and and with us doing this, um, this is more of like a. Uh, conversation you know with the top fives um and then just doing the recaps make sure you guys are following us on our social medias and the action app because that's where we are posting the picks for sure you know a couple of these podcasts we've um turned away from talking about lines but uh, that's just kind of the feedback that we've got from you guys the listeners you like more of the conversation stuff and um if we can tweet out some winners like we have been um you know best way to do that is follow us on our socials i will say I did go three and one and should have been four and one yesterday. I posted. Uh, I had the ULL Appalachian State over, which won in the third quarter. Had the Memphis Cincinnati under, which hit. I lost Hawaii plus fourteen, but then got LSU minus seven. I was gonna take Wisconsin early and chickened out, and that would have hit. But I did in game Ohio State plus one ten on the money line, uh, and won that obviously easily. And also in-gamed Oklahoma at minus three and a half. So we had a good day yesterday on football. Yeah, and, if, and again, if you're if you're following us either on uh, Twitter, Instagram, or um, our personal on the uh, the Action Network, you would have seen all those picks, and you would have won yourself some money. Absolutely. So, well, fellas, another good episode. That'll that'll wrap this up. Anything else? Nope. All right. See you guys next week.